So Donna, this is Wendy Terry um, from Witham, partner at Witham and the practice leader for the Employee Benefit Plan Services. And it's interesting that this COVID environment has gotten us um, in a place where things are not quite the same this year. And, uh, you know, I attended the Employee Benefit Plan Audit Quality Center, which is uh, run by the AICPA, and they had the Department of Labor in. And one of the questions that came up was, will there be an extension this year for the October 15th filing deadline? And, you know, interestingly enough, they were pretty adamant that there wasn't a need for an extension. And I think, you know, there was a alert put out. Um, I don't know, did you have an opportunity to look at that alert? I did, yes. And um, so that was, that was interesting because I think everybody expected that there would be an extension of time to file, just like there was for individuals and corporations. Um, so I was surprised to read that, um, that there won't be a, an extension of time to file, um, which is going to be kind of interesting. I know there are a lot of companies that um, are able to get their 5500s filed you know, on time, but there are some that have run into difficulties getting the information needed to complete their filings. Um, and so, you know, that that is something that needs to be addressed if people need to understand how they can actually file an incomplete 5500 instead of just ignoring the deadline. Um, they, they really need to be filing in October um, by the deadline on October 15th they should be filing an incomplete 5,500. Yeah, and, and the, I think the Department of Labor's biggest issue was, you know, primarily it's the big filers, right? The 5,500 forms that require the audit report and the audit opinion. And, you know, sometimes whether it be the auditor's, you know, issue or the plan sponsor's issue, the audit can't be completed on time. So what they were saying, an incomplete filing is better than no filing at all, which makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, you know, an incomplete filing means that you file a 5500, but you just don't attach the, you know, the audit report, the completed audit report. So a big question came up as to, well, what do you do? Because I know that these filings will not accept, you know, they'll basically reject if there is not an attachment and it doesn't have to, you know, obviously the computer doesn't read the audit opinion, although there is somebody at the Department of Labor that looks to make sure it is a real audit opinion. Um, what the computer looks for is that there is a attachment. And so what the Department of Labor, this question did come up and the Department of Labor, you know, representative said, well, they can just attach a simple sheet that gives an explanation as to why, um, you know, a brief explanation that the audit opinion is not complete and that uh, the filing will be amended in the future. So again, that would meet the definition of a, a filing, although incomplete. Yeah, so, so it, which is great to know because, you know, not filing at all, there would be tremendous penalties, right, for, for a company if they didn't file their 5500 at all on time, then they would get hit with late filing penalties, which can be very, very hefty, right? 
Yeah, I think the IRS can assess penalties in addition to the Department of Labor. Obviously, the IRS penalties were um, changed this year. I think they're $250 per day, up to $150,000 per year. Um, whereas the Department of Labor can also assess a penalty, and this is for failure to comply with ERISA, Title I of ERISA, and a penalty for a late filer is 2000 or more dollars per day. So it's, you know, and there's no maximum. So, you know, it's, it's out. Yeah, exactly. It's not something that you want to take the chance of having to get this assessed penalty. Um, You know, it'll take them a while sometimes to get you a notice that the filing is not complete or it's incomplete or it's incorrect. So, one of the so what would they do? What would the Department of Labor do? So let's just say a company files an incomplete filing um, with a statement saying that you know the audit will be completed soon and they'll have to file an amended 5500. What does the Department of Labor do with that? That's a great question. So typically, and again, the timing on this is not um, specific, but as soon as they notif- notice that the filing is incomplete, They'll send a a letter to the plan sponsor that says, hey, your filing is being rejected because it's incomplete. You will be given 45 days from the date of the letter to file an amended return. You do have to amend the filing that has the audit opinion. Now, that letter could come 30 days after you file the original one. It could come 45 days after. It could come six months. There's no... It, it all depends on when the Department of Labor actually notices that the filing is incomplete. Um, I, and, and, you know, from that date, there's an additional 45 days. So that was actually one of the discussion points that we had, um, that they felt that there wasn't a real need to change the date of the filing because there was reasonably, um, reasonable processes already in place to assist with late filings. Um, you know, again, they felt like, you know, okay, even if it's wrong, incomplete, we're going to send you a letter and you're going to have 45 days. So why would we extend it when you're going to have 45 days, basically? And, and we all understand COVID's affected some people. And so, you know, that's going to be a reasonable cause that we would accept. So I think they're perspective was our process that we have in place is sufficient to allow for a reasonable time for individuals to get this done. That's great. So so it really is good to know. I mean, it sounds like it's um, they're, they're giving you a little bit of leeway, right? So we'll have 45 days to complete the audit after October 15th, even if you got a notice right away. You know, that brings you to uh, the end of November to get the audit completed. So hopefully that would, that's, you know, the the earliest, right? So so that does help. That definitely does help. And most likely, you know, the DOL is not going to turn around and send a letter that fast. So No, I think the Department of Labor is always looking to have compliant uh, filers. So, you know, even if you didn't have And I've had situations like this where you couldn't get through that 45 days. If you reach out to them and they have phone numbers usually on those letters, 
and you explain your circumstances and your situation, they're pretty lenient and they're pretty willing to accept a reasonable cause for being delayed. So I would just advise anyone listening that, again, don't ignore the letters. <laughs> I know sometimes it seems easier to do that, but it's always better to respond to the notices as quickly as you can. And then, you know, if things continue to be delayed, obviously continue to correspond directly with the Department of Labor. And and maybe, you know, at some point you may need to hire, um, you know, with them or a labor attorney or risk attorney to assist you. But at some point, uh, they just really want to get the filings complete so that um, employees are treated fairly. That's that's their goal. Yep, sounds reasonable. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. 